0: Okay, Slay Nation, so this next episode is for anybody considering a career or a job in the entertainment industry in any sort of facet, okay? Our next guest is Stacy Milner. She is the founder and CEO of the Entertainment Industry College Outreach Program, a.k.a. HBCU in L.A., Now, her and I deep dive into the entertainment industry. There's a lot of talk for diversity and inclusion, but also we know that there's like gatekeeping and it's a little bit of a mystery and it's all about who you know. Well, she's out here solving the who you know and the connections part of this, especially for students who are just graduating um, college. She has a program you have to apply. I highly suggest you listen to this episode because she tells you exactly what this program is, how it gets you a foot in in the entertainment industry, and what she's looking for. Now, when I say you need a pen and a paper, get a pen and a paper because she gives a lot of great information in this. And I'm not going to lie, as someone who works in front of and behind the camera, I only wish that a program like this existed or that I even knew of something like this when I was graduating. She also gives great advice for those of us who are not fresh out of college but are still plugging along in the entertainment industry. Um, It's a great episode, chocked full of information, and I really hope you learn lots from it. Hey, Slay Nation. It's your host, Heather. I'm back with another episode of the So She Slays podcast. And today I'm really excited to introduce Stacey Milner. She is the founder and CEO of the Entertainment Industry College Outreach Program, aka HBCUNLA. And um, I want to dive into a lot of different things with you. But before I get started with that whole spiel, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Wonderful. Well, Heather, thank you for having me. Um, and hello to the audience. Um, I'm excited to be able to share a little bit about who I am. Uh, I am Stacey Milner. Uh, I am a visionary. I'm a entrepreneur. I'm an author. Um, I am one who loves to create action when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, but I essentially, you know, started my years working in the industry, um, for the chairmans of NBC and Paramount, uh, spent 17 years behind the scenes working in the industry and ended up writing a book about how to launch a career in the entertainment industry. Went on a book tour to colleges and universities and here we are, right? Where we are out there bringing knowledge and information to a community that really wants to know how to get in this space. And when I did this um, book tour, it's when I actually learned that there were a group of students and people who wanted to get in this space that just had no idea how to do it. So I established this nonprofit organization, and we have our HBCU in LA program, which is our signature program, and we are going gangbusters.
0: I mean, to say the least, it has definitely skyrocketed. And I love that you're like, I'm a visionary. I do A, B, and C, and X, Y, and Z. <laughs> I'm like, because that's those are the type of people that we bring on, so she slays. And um it's definitely you know a huge topic uh representation diversity inclusion all of that in the entertainment industry and I know and I'm sure you know too um there's a lot of like gatekeeping and mystery and all this kind of stuff that I feel like is tied to the entertainment industry and I know when I was in college and I was coming up a lot of it was just you know happenstance or just working really hard or right place, right time. I met the right person and everything just kind of worked from there. Right. right. You had a little bit of a different type, like you didn't go to, college. I met all of my contacts in college. And like, yeah. that's why I went to, you know, a graduate program. You know, I grew up in a really small country town. So I ended up moving to San Francisco to at least make some bigger network co- um, connections. You didn't even go to college though. So that is like very non-traditional. So someone who didn't go to college, but has accomplished so much, how? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, drive and determination, right? Mm. Uh, you got to slay. Yes. <laughs> um, yes at the, you at, you have to at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, it was, you know, growing up in, you know, a single parent home, you know, mom didn't have a lot of money. What was college? Nobody in my neighborhood went to college. They went and worked immediately in a factory. And I just was like, I don't want to work in the factory. I want to do something else. And so, you know, and, it, and in this business, it's all about who you know. Uh, truly it is. And my cousin happened to work at NBC and I had come one year just to visit with her. And I was like, oh my God, this is a job. Um, uh, And so- I ended up being introduced to the people that oversee the page program that gives all the tours and the behind the scenes look at, at the, uh, the network and ended up becoming a page. And from there, I didn't look back. I was like, Oh my God, like, I love this business. I know this is where I'm supposed to be. And, uh, someone opened the door for me, but what I didn't know coming in is that to even be a page, you had to come, you had to be a graduate of a, of a college. You had to graduate from college. So when I went on the interview, I was like, look, I moved to California to gain residency so I could afford to go to college. She's like, oh, don't worry about it. I know who I want to hire when I want to hire them. And they hired me and I haven't looked back. What do you know about right place, right time, right? Exactly. Timing is everything. And it's it's
0: so interesting. Okay. So tell us though, a little bit about like this page program. And I mean, obviously it's beautiful that you have this program um, because I almost see it as a full circle moment, right? Somebody took a chance on you, gave you opportunities, and now you're like reaching back and bringing more people forward. So that's amazing. But tell us about this PAGE program and then how you ended up to where you are now.
1: So the PAGE program is pretty, you know, it's, it's I don't know. It's like a, because I didn't go to college, but it's like a sorority fraternity. It's just this cool little clicky little cohort group um, that people know that in this industry, first of all, the entertainment industry is a very apprenticeship business. I don't care what school you come from, who your dad is, everybody's going to start in one of those type of roles, right? And so it's either being a, a page, it's being a PA, it's going to a mailroom, da, da, da. So the page program is where you literally, I would give tours, the behind the scene tours of NBC. And at the time, and I'm really dating myself and your audience probably will have no idea what shows I'm talking about, but, uh, but The Tonight Show they will know because of Fallon now, but I was, I was working that show and seating audience guests uh, for the late Johnny Carson, the original host of The Tonight Show, and then Jay Leno and so forth. But we basically seat audience guests for like all of our shows, we give tours, but then we also get to go and work within the infrastructure uh, areas of the studio. Um, so I would go and work in the story department where they were doing script coverage for new ideas that were coming in for new shows, or I would go work in corporate traffic, but you got a chance to kind of touch other areas. So that's what the PAGE program is. It really is a beautiful program and it still stands today. Most of the studios and networks still have them and you don't even have to be a recent college grad. You can actually just be somebody who wants to get in this business and you can get in through the PAGE program. So that's that. Um, and then what was the other half of your question? I forgot. Well, how
0: did you get to where you are today? Because I mean, I, I'm gonna agree with you with this, um, because I work in front of the camera and behind it. And I will say you can have x, y degrees, but nothing will ever be you coming in as a production assistant and working really hard. And then it's going to be the people that you meet and you're going to be talking and they're going to be like, oh, you're a capable person. (laughs) Let me give you an opportunity because a lot of people think they can just fast track and some on rare occasions. Sure. But I say that even like my own network and even me just getting started right out of grad school. Um, I mean, that's the whole reason why I went to grad school is to get the connections because I didn't have them.
1: Right, so right. It's just
0: like, you know, it, you're definitely paving your own way, and proving yourself. I feel like this industry is definitely like, you got to prove yourself. You got to be willing to work hard and super, super capable. So how did all of that stuff get you to where you are now?
1: So the page program was obviously my entry point. Right. And it opened the door for me. So. Uh, The page program only lasts for a certain period of time so you got in my day I think it was about 14 months you had to be a page, but they hope within that that you were networking with other folks so that was your, how do you meet people so forth and so on so I ended up finding out that there was a job that was open, they were looking for talent to come in to work for their new director of the movie of the week department. Everybody and their brother was applying for that job because it was coveted development. And so I went and I applied. And lo and behold, the man happened to be a man of color. And he's like, oh, so when's your birthday? And I was like, told him. And he's like, well, because we celebrate birthdays around here. And I'm like, I think I got the job. So needless to say, I landed that job with the director of the movie of the week department. Uh, First movie we worked on was with, then Bruce Jenner, uh, and another amazing actress whose name is slipping me right now. But anyway, it was a a movie that we did. And as he moved up through the ranks, I moved up. So I'm always saying to people, it's no joke about who who you have the opportunity to work alongside of, because those people will have the power to leverage your career. When they move and you're doing an amazing job for them, they will promote you with them. But if you're just showing up because you got an angle, they quickly find out who you are and they have a way of getting you out. But it was that getting into that executive suite that then propelled me into the next areas. And so when he left, I stayed on. My husband ended up playing baseball professionally. So I would travel six months out of the year and I would come back. Everybody wanted me to tempt. And I was like, why do they all want me to temp? And it's because I knew the players, I could hit the ground running. This industry, they don't have time to train you. Like you gotta know who's hot, who's not, like you gotta be on it. And so because I knew all of that, everybody wanted me to temp, which made the light bulb go on for me. And I was like, well, heck, if I'm in this kind of demand, then I can create about five or six of me and I can form this agency. And so I created executive temps to meet the executive needs of the industry. And we have been staffing now for thirty years. But that is what essentially kind of started the rise. And so I've always been that person. I see a need. I find the solution. If I feel it, I've got a job, right? i I, I just plug right in. So when it came to, you know the staffing agency, clients were like, "Stacey, we're like, we can't find the diverse talent." And I'm like, "What do you mean you can't find diverse talent?" So I had just finished writing my book. And going on a book tour to colleges and universities across the country students were like deer in headlight like I know how to hold a camera I know this I knew all the theory things about it, but I don't know how to really. Like navigate my way into this industry, so what I essentially did was told them how to work a desk in Hollywood, if you know how to work a desk honey and you get alongside the right people. They're like, what do you want? Where do you want to go? They're going to take you with them. You're going to go as high as they go. If you get on that show that just happens to be um, like a cheers, right? Or one of these like legacy shows, you stay with that production team. You're you're working constantly. So that's what it was about for me. And so from there, I just kept envisioning. So when they told me they couldn't find diverse talent and after that book tour, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do an HBCU college tour. HBCUs have been around for 150 years, right? They got history, they got legacy, they produce visionaries and leaders. So I'm like, well, why aren't we tapping talent on these HBCUs or other predominantly minority serving institutions? Why aren't we going for that? And they were like, well, when are you going and we'll go with you. So I set that up and we went off and did this college tour Next thing you know, it's so successful that I end up getting a call from the executive office of the president. And it's not every day that you get a call. from You know,
0: just a random call from the president. No big deal.
1: (laughs) What? So we heard what you're doing. We love it. How can we expose you to more of our stakeholders and help you reach more of the schools? Because, you know, there's like a handful that get all the love and there's actually a hundred plus of these institutions and there's talent on all of them. So I said, well, let's do this program. And here we are today and I'm loving every minute of it.
0: Oh my gosh. It sounds like I can tell from the passion, but also to like, thank you for getting diversity in this entertainment industry. We need more of it, obviously. Um, What are some of the programs that you offer just for our younger audience, or maybe somebody's listening and they're thinking about somebody?
1: Yeah. Um, Well, the HBCU in LA program, and now we also have HBCU in New York. Um, and we're going to soon be doing HBCU in Atlanta. Um, But our program is very unique and targeted. And while it says HBCU, it is very inclusive. So any student from any minority serving or predominantly minority serving institution is also eligible for this program. So we provide students with a community and, and an immersive internship experience. So They get an opportunity to come here if they don't live in LA, which most of them do not, because what we are also doing is eliminating geographical and systemic barriers to entry. Uh, Most students of color, if you ask them to come and intern in LA, they're like, I can't afford to live there. So then they can't take the job you don't have access in now. Your your pipeline gets a bottleneck in it. You're still not meeting your diversity inclusion goals. So we move that. And so we provide housing for the students. You have to pay a dime to live here for the summer. Um, We also provide programmatic elements. So you are getting an immersive experience where you're hearing from industry professionals, leaders, organizations. We do a collaborative film project so they're producing their own short film content and then we'll do an HBCU student showcase at the end of the summer. uh, Where they get to actually showcase what it is they created, so they because they are the next generation content creators, Um, so you have that Um, we do you know engagements year round on campus. We do remote opportunities. So if you can't be here in the fall and the spring, you're interning and gaining valuable experience so that your resume is marketable uh, upon graduation. So we're doing a lot of different things um, and, I, and I'm loving it. So the other program we have that we just recently launched is our Entertainment Law and Policy Fellowship. Uh, we did that in, in, so, in partnership with the Motion Picture Association uh, where we are actually looking for those recent law school graduates Who have thought that they could only go work in a firm, but now they can come and work on the policy side of entertainment, the entertainment law aspect. So we're doing that as well. Uh, Journalism is another program we have with the NAACP. Um, So we're just, you know, we're just creating the, the funnel of talent across all different sects and levels of the industry.
0: Oh, my gosh. I love that. And you were we were talking a little bit offline about a summit that's coming up as well.
1: Yes. So we're really excited. So a big part of that program that we do is we kick off the summer with what we call our HBCU in LA Hollywood Summit. Uh, This year, we're also going to do an HBCU in New York Summit. Uh, But the summit in, in LA is obviously the big one. It's three days of curated panels and discussions Uh, where we go behind the scenes and welcome our entertainment interns to Los Angeles. Um, And they'll be like, they'll go to UTA and spend the day. And we're going to have talks with various leaders and and visionaries uh, that they've only dreamt of maybe having a seat at the table with. Um, But we're going to really do some amazing things. And I I can't wait. So it's going to happen May 31st to June 2nd. And um, can't wait. We're Essentially what we're doing is introducing the HBCU community and the Hollywood community so that they understand one another. And how do we talk about bridging the gap and utilizing these institutions to solve for your diversity goals when it comes to workforce development and your pipeline?
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I mean, anybody listening, if that was not a sell, I don't know what is. Cause I mean, I would have given everything when I was graduating college, just to even know, or even have heard about a program like that, just because it is so hard to get in and it's, you know, and some people spend a lot longer. So, uh, to, to even just try to make their first connection. So, to be handed an opportunity like this is is insane how do people find this opportunity like i mean how do they even apply do they apply <laughs>
1: <laughs> they do apply and that is that's crazy right so we have so every fall we will open up usually the first or second week of september we'll open up applications and i mean people can go to our website which is eicop.org which stands for entertainment industry college outreach program so it's eicop.org um and all of our social is hbcu in la Um, You can find everything there as well. We've got great social happening. Um, But yeah, they do apply. And we have on average about 2,000 students that apply for this program. Initially, we only had 30 spots to fill with 2,000 applications. So you can imagine how competitive it is. But it just showed me that, wow, like these students and you know, and so many people have told me, wow, I wish this was around when I was in school because I could have so benefited from having something like this, but we are where we are and we'll continue to grow this thing out. Um, but yeah, they apply and uh, we will choose about 450 of those 2000 to be what we consider to be the cream of the crop. Uh, and then we will put that into a resume book and it goes out to our industry partners and they will then source through that resume book To begin interviewing students for opportunities once a student lands an internship with one of our industry partners which are the major studios the major talent agency production companies trailer houses like we're we're, we're talking with all these folks um once they secure an internship with one of those partner organizations they then become a part of the cohort they get housing and then all the programmatic programmatic elements that go with it
0: oh my gosh okay and i would not be doing my job if i didn't ask from you yourself what makes a cream of a crop person stand out
1: (laughs) so people will you know and we we also do like these hbcu college tours or we'll go to colleges and we'll bring educational forums and so folks always come up students always come up to me and say you know i really want to be a writer and so i'm like oh great have you written anything no but you want to be a writer So like, are you involved on campus? Are you involved in productions on campus? Like, what are you doing? So to me, your resume, whatever it is that you say you're passionate about, it should be reflected in your resume. Whether it's volunteer, student work projects, your own produced projects, you should have, you know, if you, I wanna be a podcaster. Do you have your own podcast? How easy is it to do it? But if you're not showing me anything, you're not cream of the crop, right? I want those people that are out there slaying it. Yes. Like where they are with the resources they have, this is who I am, this is what I'm doing. And those are the people that we're looking for. Um, And I gotta tell you, we have some amazing folks that are really, really doing it. And so that's what we consider to be the cream of the crop.
0: Okay, well, you. I mean, you heard it straight from the source. (laughs) So there is no excuses. And I am definitely going to be an advocate for all of these uh, students, hopefully coming in as far as, you know what, don't doubt yourself too. I mean, just give it a shot. I know you heard the numbers and it's hard or whatnot, but you you don't know until you try. So give it a shot.
1: Um, And And I would just like to say this, those numbers are like, oh, well, I'm a needle in a haystack. You know what? Cream always rises to the top. when when it comes to doing anything of substance in your life, it has to be something that challenges you. Your dream should be so big that it scares you. If it's not scaring you and you feel like you can do it, you're not dreaming big enough. You've gotta go for those things that require you to take risks. And that's really essentially what this is. This business is so competitive, it's ridiculous. But those that have a passion for it, they're hungry enough, they're willing to get up 55 times, those are the people that make it.
0: Well, and I will honestly attest to that, having been shot down both in front of and behind the camera so many times. Um, But my thing is with this is because it is so competitive and because you really do have to have a love for whatever it is that you're pursuing in this industry, this industry will have a way of weeding out the people who don't have a true passion or love for it. So yes. make that commitment to yourself. Take a chance on yourself. That's my little soapbox. I'm going to get off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I also want to transition to this this um, notion, this thing that's happening across the board when it comes to representation and inclusion uh, in the media, entertainment industry, I'm seeing a little bit more of a shift, which is great, at least in front of the camera. But when I'm on sets working, I'm not exactly seeing behind it that much either. And I know a lot of people say that it's, you know, it's complicated. There's a lot that goes into it. But I mean, in your variety article, you said it's not that complicated. (laughs) So let's talk about it.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. It's complicated if you're not ready to roll your sleeves up and really make the change that uh quite frankly, society is calling for. Uh, we will be a minority majority of a, of this country um, in very short order. Um, that is that is happening. Um, so it is not complicated. It just means, and which is why the solution of how do we br- build and bridge a pipeline, into the space because right now the industry is saying they can't find certain talent right we can't we don't have enough people to be you know the green lighters or in the c-suites and da 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 da. well because you haven't let them in and people who are there are the ones that came through various programs that did an internship got to know certain people there those are the people you have so now you have to open that up to organize to programs like what we're doing to funnel in the pipeline and then we fix it um so much of it is focused on the writers and the directors and all that stuff is great and it's important and we need all of it but you're never going to solve diversity and inclusion if you're just focused on those types of pro- programs that are to me likened to like a lottery system it's so few that really get into there into that pro those programs you have to open up the door at those early career opportunities so that people get immersed inside of what I call Hollywood's coveted inner circle. Because people are always trying to figure out how do I crack the nut? How do I get in? If we can start funneling it in that way, diversity will be achieved. But I will tell you this, since the horrific incident of George Floyd, which is terrible, um, the industry all of a sudden became woke again. We got woke with Oscar So White. We got woke now with George Floyd. But I'll tell you what happens is that those windows and those opportunities are short-lived unless we keep the pressure and continue to require it and demand it, it goes back to status quo. So that's why with what I wanna do, I wanna make sure that with this program, we are putting people in places and positions to infiltrate every area. So we're not just placing those that are interested in film and TV, but if you're finance, if you're marketing, if you're, you know, I wanna do things with animation, like we are creating it across all aspects of the industry. And I think that's what's gonna change the fabric and the look of the workforce. Then we will have greater representation, I think across all levels.
0: How do you see this coming across representation diversity wise in storytelling?
1: Um I think I mean I think is I think they've made leaps and bounds quite frankly. Um and I think we are seeing it particularly with the streaming um mm-hmm. platforms that we have now, right? There's a lot more content and a lot of different places and you're starting now and see I think that's going to also groom all of that next generation like you know diverse writers diver, you know so we're going to have a lot more i think in those particular spaces because of all the various platforms we now have back in the day it was limited to the big 3 right um mm-hmm. uh, that's where your content lived that's not so anymore so which is
0: fantastic because there's so many i mean we have the streaming platforms but we also have you know social media we have the youtube we have yeah. there's a lot of yeah. opportunity out there, yeah. so I mean that kind of goes back to me, you know, and you talking to the younger generation. Even like, um, I would say, you know, even if you've already graduated, because there's, you know, living in LA, you meet a lot of people who are on this journey, who are really just turning out content, and some good, some bad. It's all a learning experience, as far as I'm concerned, but. I think when you talk about all of the different opportunities and platforms that people have that they did not have before, it should be inspiring for you to keep going because there is so much out there.
1: Right. Right. Oh, it's a ton. And I always say it's the equalizer. You know, back in the day, you had to get an agent. You had to do this. You had to do that. Now, all you have to do literally, I mean, you go back to what is the movie, uh, Paranormal Activity, right? Right. Handheld, eight millimeter camera, group of students got together, put that thing together. It went crazy. What happened? Paramount came in and put a marketing machine behind it. Boom. It blew up, right? They're now in a whole new space. You got YouTubers that are like changing the game. So it's just... There's no excuse now. And YouTube is your friend. You can learn everything and anything.
0: (laughs) YouTube Academy, girl. That's what I call it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I learned so much from YouTube. YouTube and I are are besties when it comes to a lot of things. Um, So to kind of wrap up this this interview a little bit more, I really want to leave our audience with some words of wisdom. And maybe some action items, especially those who maybe are not in college and can't apply or either A, um, you know, don't get in. You know, what what are some other things that they can do to really just grab hold of this and push forward?
1: Um, You know, I, I would say this. I mean, bulk of what I do, obviously, is those, those early career uh, points. But if you haven't been in the industry, period, you're still early career as far as the industry is concerned. Um, But I would... You know, I would check out various programs and opportunities that these studios and networks have. There's so much that's happening now around DE&I where they are standing up very non-traditional types of programs because they want to welcome in that talent. I would also say, don't be afraid to serve as an assistant to someone because it is a really valuable place to be. Um, So it's like, you gotta do what you gotta do So you can do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for me, that's it. Um, What are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to do what you have to do? Because it's not about where you are. It's about where you're going, right? It's about your destiny of, of what's ahead. I'm here right now, but I already see myself five years down the road of where I want to be. And then you need to be intentional and on purpose to pursue that to make that happen? Am I networking in the right groups? Am I joining the right organizations? You know, you've got to put yourself out there in the mix to make those connections happen and put and give yourself a leg up. Um, and that, that's my best advice.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely an Oprah quote, you know, you do what you have to do until you do what you want to do. Right. Yeah. And, um, I really really appreciate you kind of talking to our younger audience and then even even some of our older audience just out there trying to make things happen you always I always always want to say that um you should be making decisions that get you closer to your goal like every Absolutely. decision should be getting you closer to what it is that you want and yeah. that is so incredibly important in anything that you do and especially in the entertainment industry I'm sure you can attest to this is competitive and it will take a lot to get to where you want to be. (laughs) I don't even know if there's a full on word other than (laughs) a lot. (laughs) That's like (laughs) the closest I can get.
1: (laughs) Look, this industry is not for the faint at heart. It is not. (laughs) If if you're not passionate about this industry and what you want to do in this business, I tell people, hurry up and get out because it's a hurry up and wait business. It is, there's nothing that happens overnight. There's a few that's, an exception, not the rule. Um, but really it, it, look, if this, if this girl did not go to college, came from a single parent home in Dayton, Ohio, and have been able to do what I can do, you can do whatever you want to do. You can do it. It's just about what's in you to make that happen. I always wanted to do something that created a difference that made a difference. And like you said, someone gave to me I wanted to give back and to see like 90% of our participants actually now working in the industry. Yeah. Like go for it. Yeah. Take that risk. Step out there in the deep and go. You got nothing to lose. You really have Nothing. nothing to
0: lose. Um, where can people find you, follow you, ask
1: you questions, well, you can always follow me on, um, you can find me, I'm not personally findable except for on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I am on LinkedIn, but my team HBCU in LA is all of our social ecop.org is, uh, EICOP.org. Um, you can always message me there, but, um, uh, yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm with a person with my head down, doing the work, making a difference. And it
0: shows and we thank you for it. (laughs)
1: Thank you. Thank you. Oh my
0: gosh, Slay Nation. Um, That's all I have for you, Stacey. Thanks so much for all the words of wisdom and all the insight. Uh, Slay Nation, I really, really hope that you take some of these words and these advice to heart and really go after the things that you want in your life. Until next time, we'll catch you later.